Welcome to Alive and Thriving. This is the very first episode that I am recording back from holidays. So I was very, very intentional about getting things pre-recorded, getting content pre-recorded so that I could switch off. And I did. I, last year and the year before, went away and I took my laptop with me and I was like, oh, I'll just, this will be my opportunity to do this and do this. And because I had that intention, I thought to myself, oh, I was thinking I have to be doing these things. And so in between me having a holiday, I had this pressure like, oh, but you said you do this for your business. You said you do this for your business. You said that you'd create this or you'd work on this. And it was just this pressure in the back of my mind. This time around, December 2023, I said to myself, I am switching off because I deserve to switch off. I chose to keep my discovery call calendar open because I love those calls. They're 20 minutes and I wanted to, but I set very limited hours knowing where I was going to be, knowing who was going to be around, my children, you know, all the types of things that we could be doing the days that we were traveling, all those things. I brought my computer with me, this time in case something went wrong. Once I had to jump on and fix something and it took about five minutes. But such a different feeling, such a different intention than having a holiday and taking your computer and thinking, oh, maybe while I'm by the beach, I'll do this or Maybe when the kids go to sleep, I'll work on this or this will be my opportunity to do whatever for this program. And instead it was just like, no, you're going to switch off. And so I pre-planned, I pre-recorded podcast episodes. I pre-planned all of my content and had it all set up and scheduled with the help of my beautiful VA, of course, to, to have that so that I could switch off. So today as I come in and I record this, this is my first official day back of the year. It's like the 10th of January. It's my first official day back. Um, It is my first official podcast recording back. And I just feel like I feel so re-energized for the year ahead because I allowed myself to actually switch off. To not just say I was taking a break and take a holiday, but still check my emails every couple of days or even once a day. No. Or to still have to be posting on social media through that time. So I encourage you, you know, it doesn't have to be a holiday, but look at throughout your year how you can be creating more space in your business because it doesn't have to run you. It doesn't have to run you. And just so you know, I'm someone who has always struggled with pre-planning content. But what I have done is I have found a strategy. I was taught by a mentor, found a strategy that works for my energy type, that works for the way that I like to operate. And what that has done is has allowed me to actually, as I said, create more be more organized, to have things scheduled in advance so that I can switch off. So I'm not staring at a blank computer screen wondering what on earth I'm going to say or do or posting last minute. I do love to still use my response and 
scenario, if something comes up, there's room for that. I'm going so much off on a tangent. My point is learn how to create space in your business. Learn how to create space so that you can live life and not have your business have to stop. And find a way to do that with a mentor, with somebody who can help you to do it in a way that is strengths-led for you. That is something we very much work on in our mastermind, in the Transcendence Mastermind, is that it's not about cookie-cutter strategies. Just because this way works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. But it's about finding what you have the least path of resistance to, what feels fun and energizing for you to create. For me, I love creating these podcasts. I love that. It is fun. I love the topics. I obviously love talking. And then creating that from there means that I can use that as my overall content for that week. And then I get to talk about that topic. I have to resist that urge to reinvent the wheel. I don't have to come up with new things every day. It's just finding what works for you so that you can create space. And if your business is new or you are somebody who is just venturing into the coaching space or the healing space, maybe you've been on your own healing journey and you've gotten in touch with your authentic self and you've decided that you've found something that lights you up. If that is something that you are stepping into right now, you're over your nine to five, you're ready to turn your your hobby into more of a business and become the woman who creates a successful business, to become the woman who embodies the identity of a successful entrepreneur. In a way, by the way, I will say that it does not lead to burnout. That does not mean compromising your holidays or your family or the things that you value, your health, your well-being. If that is something that you are on a journey to right now, you need to go on the wait list for my new program. It is called The Embodied Entrepreneur. That is about all I'm going to share with you right now, except that this program is the six foundational steps to take you into who you need to become to get yourself out there and to create a magnetic and abundant business in an area that completely lights you up. You know, it's to help you create, the to step into the person who is going to create that financial independence for yourself, who is going to turn your hobby or your dream business into a thriving business in a way that is so aligned and feels so good. This program is going to help you embody the successful entrepreneur This is the identity work that needs to be done to be able to implement the strategies. So if you want to be the first to know about this program, it's going to kick off live in March. You're going to see and hear more about it. You want to be the first to know about this program, you need to go on the wait list. I'm going to offer you a very special early bird price if you are on the wait list. So jump on the wait list. It is linked in the comments below. Today in our episode, we are going to be exploring common things that we experience, things that we think, things that that happen that derail new business owners. We're going to explore how to actually, and even some seasoned business owners, actually, I will say these things. I do know people who have been in business for so long 
yet these things still derail them. And we're going to explore why resilience is a muscle that you need to strengthen as an entrepreneur, how resilience is going to support you physically, mentally, and emotionally. But I'm also going to take you through the key pillar that I really believe strengthens your resilience. Because I know it's easier said than done. Oh, this happened. We need to brush it off. We need to stay resilient. We need to learn to sit in the to sit in the challenges and actually not throw in the towel in our business. And we need to learn to get, not accept, but um, get negative comments on Facebook posts or things that knock people over, things that knock their confidence, family not believing in you, people not buying from you, people cancelling memberships, all of these things derail new business owners. And for some seasoned business owners, grow and grow and take a toll on their mental health and well-being as well. So resilience is a huge part of entrepreneur of your entrepreneurial journey. And it's something that I think we don't talk about often enough. So today I am going to talk about it. So let's get into this episode. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. So let's begin by defining what resilience actually means and why it is important in our entrepreneurial journey. Not even important, why it is crucial, especially for those just starting out. As I touched on in the introduction, there are going to be setbacks in your journey. There are going to be challenges, challenges that you've probably never even imagined facing. And these sets of challenges as an entrepreneur are going to hit you differently than what they would in, say, a traditional workplace setting, particularly in a setting where you are not the person whose life or, or I guess, main livelihood or I guess, um, even emotional attachment is attached to that business. So if you are working for someone else, there is always going to be somebody else who is more impacted by challenges and things that happen. When you are working for yourself, it is up to you to stick through those challenges because obviously, you know, your business is going to impact your income. It's going to impact your mental health. It's going to impact your quality of life depending on what you want from your business, whether you want it to be just a hobby, whether you want it to be a big multi-scalable business, whatever it is that you are wanting, these challenges are going to impact you. And your ability to deal with these challenges and learn from the challenges and Stick around despite being knocked down. And boy, do I know some entrepreneurs who have been knocked down. I even share in 
uh, one of my episodes and with uh, my masterminders and some of you, I've shared about my previous journey, talking about the business in uh, 2013, 2014 that I perceived as failed. And I've spoken about the challenges that I then faced with that in terms of the story that I had taken on and the meaning that I had associated with this business and with this perceived failure. When we sit in these challenges or we get knocked by these challenges, we need to have this resilience muscle so that we don't just give up. And that's something that I learned the hard way by giving up on a business that I did really love back in 2014. There is going to be so much learning. There is going to be offers that don't work, things that you put out to people and say, hey, I have this thing. Do you want to buy it? Maybe they don't work. Maybe you feel like you're constantly throwing spaghetti at a wall or I've done all the things I've posted every day on social media. I've put out a lead magnet. It's not working. Maybe I should just give up. Does that sound familiar to you? There are going to be moments of uncertainty, moments where you have to make decisions that feel so far out of your comfort zone that your nervous system is going to scream at you to turn around and go back to the safety of your job. And that's going to come in the form of those kinds of thoughts. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe so-and-so is right. Who am I to be doing this? If, If you're thinking, who am I to be doing this? Can I really make money from this? Can I really make an impact? Who's going to listen to me? If those are things that you are thinking, then I invite you to go back to the previous episode where we talked about your authority and stepping into that as a new business owner, as a coach, as a healer, as an entrepreneur, stepping into that space. There are going to be times where you need to be okay with pivoting. It is you. Know, there are times where you are going to really need to maintain your motivation and stay committed to your goals and the path that you are on at the moment, despite the challenges, despite things being difficult at home despite things being difficult in your business. So resilience allows you to maintain this motivation. It allows you to stay committed to your goals and your vision, even when things are difficult. It is going to be a key contributor to managing the emotional lows of entrepreneurship because there will be. There will be. No one said it was easy. And if they did tell you it was easy, well, I'd love to know what they're doing. But I really feel like there's easy and then there's challenging and then there's just to be clear, the difference between feeling hard because it's misaligned and feeling hard because it's new and scary for your nervous system. You need to know that. You need to learn the difference between that. Here's the thing. You get to put a meaning on everything. Everything. You get to determine what an outcome or what an experience or an interaction you have means to you. And you don't have to assign a meaning to everything. And that's what we start to learn when we start to build this resilience muscle, when we start to stick around in the face of common derailers for people, as I said, not only new in business, but also things that derail seasoned business owners as well. 
more experienced business owners, the business owners who are not doing the identity work, the business owners who are not doing the personal growth that is essential in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is just one big personal growth journey. That's all it is. And the more you heal and the more you work on yourself and the more you work on your money mindset and the more that you work on your energy and the more that you connect in with your goals and your values and the more that you release the trauma of your past and the pains of your past and the things that keep you stuck in a dysregulated nervous system, the more successful you will become because you are becoming the person who can be successful. So let's talk about some common derailers, things that I have personally experienced, some things that I have seen clients experience, some things that I have observed even just on like social media, people just sharing things that have happened for them. Let's talk about some typical challenges. And I would love to know from you, do you relate to these? You have my Instagram link. That is where I like to chat. Don't be surprised if I reply back with a voice message. <laughs> Clearly talking, my I'm a verbal communicator. So here are some of the challenges that we may face as new entrepreneurs and again, as, as experienced entrepreneurs. And one of the big things that I actually find really throws people and derails them right from the very beginning is lack of support from their friends and family. I've experienced that. I know a lot of people have. And for a lot of people, it's something that they get really, really hung up on. So we start a business Who are we or why are we to expect that our friends and our family are just going to suddenly either buy from us, share our posts, like our stuff? I know there's that expectation that means they're supporting you if they do that. But I want you to think about this. If you are, let's say you are like me, you are in the alternative therapies business and you are working with the woman behind the business, you are working with the entrepreneur who wants to heal and to grow and she wants to to really make an impact externally, which means that she needs to heal internally to do that. Let's say that is your target audience. Your, I don't know, your mum is sharing all of, your posts to her 60-year-old retired friends. How is that going to help you? How is that going to help you? And why would it upset you if she doesn't share those posts? I want you to get really clear on who it is that you want to serve, who it is you actually want to work with. And if your friends, your family are not that person, then it does not matter whether they are supporting your business online or not. Now, support at home is a different story. I know it can be really, really challenging to step off on a new venture that people are like, oh, gosh, what's that? Oh, is that a network marketing thing? That's not an MLM, is it? (laughs) You're all excited about your new 
your skincare journey or whatever you're doing and suddenly everyone's like, oh, no, I'm not going to share that with you because that's a network marketing thing or, oh, what do you get commission on that? You're going to make money off selling that. Oh, so if I buy from you, you're making money from me. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. We've all had this kind of support, this kind of, sorry, lack of support. Oh, you're doing what? What? What's CFT? You tap on your what? Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to share with you very shortly in this episode how you overcome that, how you build your resilience muscle to overcome this lack of support from any family or friends, or maybe it's like, oh yeah, I support you to do your business, but I've got no interest in understanding what you do. That's okay. They don't have to. You find people who do lift you up. You get mentors who keep you accountable. You find a group of people like our Transcendence Mastermind where you can come in and share that, where you can come in and actually share it with people who get it. I put myself in a mastermind three years ago because I wanted to be around like-minded women who just get it, who get it because it's okay. And I have a lot of support from family and friends. There has just been some people as always, that's okay because their judgments are just a perception that they have. And they don't understand it. And I have always wanted to think outside of the box in what I do. I have always been creative. I have always been productive. I have always, um, I've always wanted to piece things together and create. And it's okay that other people don't get that. I've always wanted to step outside of the nine to five and do things differently. And it's okay. It is okay that people don't get that okay that you are ready to step out of the conditioning and unbecome that person who functions that way. Unbecome that person who is stuck in a nine to five that burns them out, that they have no purpose in, that they are turning up to just purely because they thought it was the right thing to do. My generation, we were taught you go to school you leave school, you go to college, you go to, from college to university, and then you become, what, a doctor, a lawyer, a, you know, something, a teacher. Do it differently. If you do it differently, it is not anything. There is nothing wrong with you. Just that person, that version who has stepped and followed that, that way of societal conforming, or expectations or whatever you want to say, that that version of you is just not quite the identity that is going to support you. And so as you step into that identity of the entrepreneur, of the person who wants to do things differently, you can see why having resilience, particularly towards these people who don't get it, and it's okay that they don't get it. It's okay. It's not your job to convince them. It is not your job to make them understand. It is not your job to beg them to like your posts or to share things or or anything like that. Your job is to focus on what lights you up and the purpose and the vision behind what you're doing. 
So we can also experience rejection, rejection from potential clients, rejection from collaborations. We can experience perceived failure. And I talked about that before with my previous business. I perceived it as a failure. And I let that mean all sorts of things about me and my capabilities. And that's why we start, we always start with limiting belief work. You will see, I will be running my Becoming Limitless program again shortly because identifying the beliefs that are not serving you, finding the root cause of those beliefs and freeing those is going to give you a whole different perception to failure. It's going to give you a whole different perception to how you do your business. We experience setbacks. We have inner dialogue, and this is a big one. And this, again, is going to come back to your stories and the things that you have experienced in your world, leading into the here and now, your your subconscious programming. We have this negative inner dialogue that is just trying to keep you safe. It is trying to keep you in what you know to be comfortable. And what you know to be comfortable is not necessarily where you want to be. And so these are challenges. These are all challenges and more. Come and share with me what challenges you're experiencing. But these are all challenges that a a new entrepreneur, but also an experienced entrepreneur can experience. And if we don't deal with them, if we don't build our resilience muscle, if we set a meaning every single time something goes wrong, if we say, oh, that that client canceled on me, therefore I'm a terrible coach. No one is buying my program, despite the fact that I talk about it on Instagram, even though I don't have an email strategy or any other kind of strategy. And even though I haven't worked out who my ideal client is and my messaging is all off, that's just like a bracket, even though, but I've been posting on Instagram and no one's buying from me. And therefore I shouldn't be doing this. I should just go back to my job. Meaning you were touching. Then when we attach these meanings and these thoughts and these stories that are fueled by our subconscious beliefs, this is where we're going to lead to burnout, we're going to lead to anxiety, we're going to even lead into depression. We're going to make decisions in our business based on emotion and based on fear. We're going to throw in the towel, decide that we're a failure. So I shared about my previous business experience in 2014 that the second year of this event lost money. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And that to me, because of the money stories that I had and, and other things that I needed to work through, the meaning that I attached to that was that I was not a good like business owner and that I could not run a successful business and that I had failed and that everybody could see that I had failed. No one could see that I failed. No one knew that detail except for me. And then I carried that meaning and I carried that shame and I've spoken about this. I carried that shame so deeply within my body that it was years until I was game enough to back myself again, which is what I've done now. And now nearly four years in, boy, am I glad I backed myself. But again, I've needed resilience. I didn't just put out an offer straight away and everybody bought it. 
I needed resilience to move through the challenges. I've made mistakes. I've skipped steps. I'm a manifesting generator. I've skipped steps. I need resilience to get to where I am and I need resilience to keep going where I'm going. Otherwise, that one person, that one troll person who made some ridiculous comment, my ability to help other people, probably, I don't know what that was based on. I don't know, past experience, her internal belief systems. This woman didn't know me. She'd never seen my business. She'd never met me before. She'd never had a call with me. She'd never experienced any of the modalities that I offer. Her comment on Facebook was mean. First, I felt this in my gut and I was like, oh. Then my ads manager was like, do you know every time that someone like that comments, it actually expands your (laughs) reach? And that was a shift in perception. But how easily that could have derailed me because like so many, one of my biggest fears of visibility was what happens if people make mean comments? Guess what? People have made mean comments and I've survived because I know that my intentions are pure. I know that I help people. I know that some of the work that I have done has literally saved the quality of people's lives. I know that I have created a space, held a space for people to create extraordinary transformation from trauma, from anxiety, from burnout, from a business that they were so misaligned with, that they had so many crippling, limiting beliefs at play with into something that is beautiful and abundant. I know the impact that I make. Imagine if I hadn't been working on my resilience muscle and that one person's comment derailed me. And I know, I know that it, that derails people. I know it does. These people, <laughs> these people, these fears, these external opinions, like friends or family not liking posts or not understanding your business. They can all impact your confidence as an entrepreneur. They can impact your drive, but they don't need to. They are not your ideal clients. They are not the people who are going to buy from you. And you know what? Like that with that woman on Facebook, I would never want to work with her. And you get to choose who you work with. People are not your ideal clients. You are not creating programs for them. You are not putting your soul on the line bearing all and saying hi world here I am with this gift to work with you with whatever it is that I'm offering you are not doing that for them I want you to remember that they are not your people and we need to be okay with that and with our friends and our family we can love them we can respect their opinion but we cannot let it derail us I'm going to get to how we can boost that in a moment just a quick one on perception of failure. I like to reframe failure now as an outcome. And guess what? If you don't like the outcome of something, you get to try again. Outcomes are something that you can manipulate. Outcomes are something that you can look at strategically. And you can say, okay, well, so the outcome was X amount of people. So these are your analytics. 
I got in front of this amount of people and this amount of people turned up to my launch and then this amount of people bought. Okay, so that outcome wasn't the same as my goal, but let's work back and look at what we can change. Oh, maybe I need to be more visible. Maybe I need more numbers in my top end. Maybe I need to get clear on my messaging. Maybe I need the self-confidence in my offer. Maybe I'm actually talking about an offer that I don't even really believe in. I'm just doing what I think I should be doing. We get to reframe our, our failure as an outcome. And if you don't like the outcome, we change it. So let's talk about bouncing back from our setbacks. How, the hiccups now, how do we actually strengthen that resilience muscle? So I have some thoughts. I have some beliefs around this space. I have some experience in working with clients, my own internal work, the work that I'm continuing to do because it never ends. It never ever, ever ends, ever the first thing that I want you to think about is navigating your inner dialogue. So understanding the importance of your self-awareness in managing your self-talk, in fostering a positive mindset. Now, again, this is not toxic positivity. I am here to help you feel your emotions safely. But if you are not functioning predominantly from a positive mindset, particularly, oh gosh, in the space of your business, Every time you come up with a challenge that you need that resilience muscle for, that negative self-talk is going to take over. And so how do we deal with that? We do the inner work. This is the significance of investing in yourself, of allowing yourself to explore your past stories, to heal your past wounds. Sometimes we think, and there is an episode on this as well, I have to go back and remember what it is. There is a podcast episode on this. We think that, that what we experience in our business is so separate to our personal life. I worked with a client who was too scared to send emails when she was launching a program because she didn't want to bother people. She didn't want to bother people. People didn't even know she was offering anything because she wasn't telling them. I think she, I don't know how she expected to sell. I think she just thought, I told them once. I've sent one email and therefore everyone should buy. And she didn't want to keep emailing people. She didn't want to be in their inbox. She didn't want to be talking about it on social media. And it only took one session together, one private session, to realize that the root cause of that was an inner child who had learned that the only way to stay safe was to stay quiet and to not be a bother. You can imagine how being visible felt for her. So this is the story of past, of working through your past. So this is the power of working through your past, of healing your inner child, of healing trauma, of healing things that you carry in your body because they are going to show up in one way or another in your business. The power of the inner work is all about healing it is about growth it is about allowing yourself the energetic capacity to hold what you want to hold and the current version of you can't hold that because you're not currently holding that the current version of you needs parts of you to die needs rebirth it needs to let go this is the power of inner work this is how we work with that negative mindset yes we keep we reprogram we interrupt we do all of those things but we go deeper 
into root cause. You invest in some kind of mentoring, coaching, therapy, alternative therapies like what I do. We're not only working through that past, but we're also working on your emotional and your physical health. You are coming into a business and you are dysregulated. And again, there's a podcast episode on that too. (laughs) Coming up to 100 episodes. I love that I can say there's an episode on this. There's an episode on that. When you are coming into your business and you are not regulated and you have these emotional attachments and these meanings that you have attached to your outcomes, then you are going to have a very different experience to somebody who is coming in, managing their physical health, managing their emotional health. And so investing in yourself. I know the stories, if you've got money stories around that, you need to deal with those because you, you are your business's greatest asset. You are. So you invest in yourself. To heal, you invest in yourself to make sure that you are as emotionally and physically healthy as you can be for your business. You nurture the human behind the business. That is the first core way to build your resilience muscle. Because if you are coming in regulated, if you are coming in a calm nervous system, if you are coming in without the emotional attachment, without the emotional associations, then you get hit with a challenge. You are in a much better position to actually cope. You have capacity to cope if you are coming into your business in your window of tolerance rather than a sympathetic nervous system. Second way that we deal with resilience is to identify your core values. And this is a lot of work. I think this is work, sorry, that I think a lot of people just wash over. They might have their business's mission statement and just be like, yep, my business values. If you can really identify your core values and you can align yourself with your core values, your business with your core values, align your actions, your daily actions and your interactions with your core values. And then you connect to your vision, vision driven entrepreneurs, someone who has a clear vision, a really clear vision. This is not woo woo. This is not just we're not just vision boarding and manifesting. Oh, I love those things. And I've yeah, I can talk all day about those things, but you need to know what you are creating this for. We go through our businesses. Why? What is our why? But we also want to have a really clear vision on why we want this in our life. Connecting to your vision and connecting to your values and living in alignment with these and making decisions in alignment with these. This is going to create a a shield. This is your shield against the naysayers. This is your shield against the haters, against the external negativity. You can make your vision bigger than your self-doubt. And if you have self-doubt, if you are the person thinking, can I really be doing this? As I mentioned before, go back to last week's episode. I talk on there about making your what if I can 
bigger than your what if I can't. And by doing this and with your vision, not just just simply writing it down and saying, okay, yeah, I know what I'm working towards. Goals are separate. Goals are very separate. We do our vision with all of our senses. We life script. We create vision boards. We get ourselves into what it is going to, what life. Remember, this is not just what your business vision is. What's my business vision? Because we get clear and connected to that. And that's the, to what is this business here for? But your vision for you. This is how you, this is how you, you shield against that kind of negativity that we we're talking about. Your vision for your life, how it impacts you. You can journal this. This is like an actionable step that you can take to strengthen your resilience. First of all, I want you to go and journal. What are your core values? What do you say that you value in your life? If your business aligns with that, if you value freedom and you're creating a business that is going to allow you to have that freedom, you connect to that. You anchor into that. If you value family and you're creating a business that allows you to do school drop-off and pick-up but still make it a really great income, you connect to that. Out, get clear on what your values are and then connect to how your business ties into that, how your business aligns with that. So that is your first step with your journal. What are your values, your core values? I'm not just talking, I'm not talking about your business values right now. I'm talking about your core values, you as a person. What do you value? What is important to you? And I want you to journal, what does your life, your ideal vision for your life, knowing that it's allowed to shift, what does it look and what does it feel like? What are you experiencing? Because what we so often do is we set our goals. I want to earn $500,000. So why do I want to earn that? That's the question you need to ask. I want to be working three days a week with a full-time income. Well, why? We go straight to our goals and we skip over our vision. If your vision is to be able to have the flexibility to go traveling with your family, I know so many beautiful women who pack up and they get in their caravans and they homeschool and they travel around the country. They want to be able to pick up their kids and just go off to Bali when they want to. I don't think I could live in a caravan. That's me. <laughs> That's me personally. <laughs> I think that looks amazing. It looks amazing. That's not my vision. But everybody, but your vision is unique to you. So when you are off caravanning with your kids and you are seeing all these amazing sites and you are doing your online coaching with the view of the ocean and then the view of the desert and then the view of, you know, I was about to say the pyramids. <laughs> we don't have pyramids here. I was just getting a little carried away. But do you get what I'm saying? You know, one minute you're at the beach and then you're doing it from the Australian outback and you're getting all these quality core memories with your children. And you have this amazing connection with your partner and you're bringing in an income that four times your corporate job that had you tied to a desk. If this is your vision, then what does this look like and feel like and smell like and taste like? What are you touching? 
when you were in there? What does the smell of these different environments? What and what memories have you connected to that? Create your vision no matter what your learning style is, whether you are more visual or kinesthetic or auditory or whatever it is. No matter what your learning style is, you create your vision bringing in all of your senses. So once you have journaled, what does my life look like and feel like in my big vision? Then I want you to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Might be because I want this experience. Well, why do you want this experience? And I want you to chunk that down five times. Why do I want this? What does that mean for me? Why? And eventually, what you're going to come down to is an emotion, a state of being that you want to be experiencing. Is how we connect to our vision through our values so that we can have this shield and this force and this energy that is literally like, nope, not letting you in negativity, not letting you in, not letting you in. Because we've experienced it. When we can create something in our mind, a pathway in our mind like this, when we create this, it's like a blueprint. We create a new neural pathway. Our brain believes this is possible for us, particularly if we've brought in the senses, like with any manifesting. We can't just look at it on a vision board and have no emotional connection to it. We need to be finding ways to bring in your senses, to bring in your feelings, so that your brain knows that this pathway is possible and believes that you already have it because you've already experienced it. Your brain does not know the difference between a perceived reality and a real event. And that's why we can have such huge emotional responses of our past, to thoughts of our future, things that haven't even happened yet. So if you get to have these emotional responses to thoughts of your future, let's create that future. Let's create that vision. And even if you are not a visual person, if you can't close your eyes and see it, again, what does it feel like? What does it smell like? What are you tasting? What experiences are you having? What is the core emotion that you want to be having from this? Once you've connected to all of this, you hold on to it and you remind yourself of it regularly. And that's where your learning style comes in. So maybe you might like to remind yourself of it through a vision board. And you might like to have that vision board as your desktop on your computer screen or up on your wall in your office or wherever it is you're working from. Or maybe you might like to create yourself a life script that you actually then read and record. You can read it every day. So if you've never live scripted before, you are writing out now that your life in the form as you want it. Now that I am, take that to the next level so you can read over that every day. But to take that to the next level, record it on your phone, read it out to yourself and then listen to it. That is the next level. In so much into our subconscious through what we hear. So much of our beliefs have come from what we've heard, what we've auditorily brought in. This is how we build our resilience on you, your emotional intelligence, your emotional health, physical, mental health, your holistic health. 
the human behind the business. And you build, you connect with your vision and your values. I'm going to wrap it up there. When you have done this work, I want you to come over to Instagram at jessica.ray.ilc and share this with me. Or ask me for a free meditation to connect you to your vision. And I'll send you one. But you've got to be bold enough to ask. Your thoughts on this episode? What challenges did you relate to? What are your values? What is your big vision? Are you ready to do that internal work and embody the successful entrepreneur? And if you are, remember the wait list for the embodied entrepreneur. Pop yourself on there so you get to know all about it first. Or of course, if you're actually just ready to scale, you know, you're ready to do this internal work, but you're ready to add the strategy in as well. Then let's chat about the mastermind. There are options. There are ways that we can help you no matter what stage that you are at. So until next week, and by the way, my 100th episode is coming up. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Um, it is going to be something very different, very, very different. I'm not going to tell you what yet, but it's going to be pretty cool. If you have any questions for me from this episode, anything that you would like me to answer for you, anything um, that you want to know about me personally, professionally, pop them through, email me, come over to Instagram. Um, we will be selecting, and I say we because I'm going to be joined by someone amazing, someone I know you all love, um, answering some of those questions on that 100th episode. So until then, until next week, have the most amazing week, and I look forward to chatting with you on Instagram. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact. 